Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the state of Texas. Boy, it is some week to talk about things being glorious because we have had one of the most incredible weeks in the state of Texas in the pro-life movement that you could ever imagine. And we're going to talk a lot about that today on the Texas Values Report. If you're new to the show, we talk about these issues of faith, family, and freedom as they relate to the arenas of the courts, the legislature, and the media. You know, the Texas Values Report has been going on as a weekly show on podcast, on Christian radio, and by video for over four years now. And there are flashpoints across the way. This is certainly going to be one of the most important conversations that we're going to have in the work that we do in law and policy. And I'm really excited about it. Of course, I'm talking about the Texas heartbeat law and everything that goes along with it that's happened this week and that is going to happen about moving forward. And we're going to get into a very great discussion today on the Texas heartbeat law, on the Texas values report. If you're watching um, right now, share this on Facebook, like it, get it into your groups because we're about to have I guess I could call it an exclusive, but a one-on-one conversation with the author of the Texas Heartbeat Law from the Senate, and that is our good friend, Senator Brian Hughes. Let me tell you a little bit about Senator Brian Hughes. If uh, you're new to the show or if you're new to some of this work, and if you haven't met him before, he is a licensed attorney in the state of Texas. He served honorably in the Texas House. He is now a member of the Texas Senate. But there's some other things about him I want you to know. He is a very strong Christian. He's always been one of the most uh, strongest defenders of life. But above all that, I'd like to say he's one of my closest friends. Senator Brian Hughes, welcome back to the Texas Values Report. Jonathan, I'm thankful to be here, man. Uh, exciting days and sure glad to get to work alongside you on these things. Thankful for you. Well, you know, I, I open the show every week with that phrase. It's, you know, it's a glorious week in the state of Texas. And sometimes it's hard to say those words. There are challenging things that have happened, you know, in our family, in our work. And I know the legislature's just finished up. Signy died, as they like to say, the second special session. A lot of important things have gotten done during that special session because of your leadership, including election integrity. But we're going to focus today on the Texas heartbeat law. This law was passed earlier in the year, signed into law by Governor Abbott, but major flashpoint, if you will, in major events this week on this issue, because on Wednesday, September 1st, that was the effective date that the Texas heartbeat law went into effect. And for our listeners and viewers to know, you're the Senate author. It's a Senate Bill 8 was the number of it when it was a bill, when it was a piece of legislation before it became law. So you were leading in this effort in the Senate, along with your colleague who was leading this effort in the House, Shelby Slauson. We know our good friend, um, Representative and Chairman Briscoe Kane led this effort before he passed it along to Shelby Slauson as he got involved in the election integrity issues. A lot of people to talk about, but you certainly were central to this in the Texas Senate, as you have been for pro-life issues. And so I first want to say thank you for your leadership on such a significant issue. But we, we know this comes down to it. And, and I've been asked this question a lot. You know, uh, why does this matter? Or, or what are y'all really trying to do? We're trying to save babies. That's what it's been about. And the heartbeat law is very simple. When an unborn baby's heartbeat is detected, that life is protected. Amen. Amen. That's right. Think about that little unborn baby, and you know the issues well. Little unborn baby growing inside her mother's womb, right? The most helpless, the most innocent, the most deserving of protection a human being can ever be. And you said it well about the heartbeat. I, you know, if everybody will 
you don't have to do this, but if everybody will do what I'm doing right now, I bet I bet everybody listening to us and watching has a pulse. It means you have a heartbeat, right? It's that universal sign of life. Remember your mother's heartbeat. Uh, think about a loved one in the hospital and that heart monitor. So as you know, expert testimony before the Senate told us what we already knew in our hearts, that that heartbeat is the sign of life and also the best measure and the best evidence of a, of a pregnancy that will be carried to term and, and full delivery. And so protecting that little baby when her heart is beating just makes sense. And so, so excited to see this become law in Texas. As you know, 15 other states have passed heartbeat laws, and we're very thankful for each of them. All 15 of those laws were blocked by a federal court before they took effect, and they're in litigation today. As you noted, the Texas heartbeat law took effect September 1st. It is the law today. It has not been blocked by a court. There were a number of attempts to block this law. They were unsuccessful. Uh, Jonathan, you were involved so much in this process. This process, this law was written by lawyers and law professors and legislators, uh, looking at all the Supreme Court rulings, look at all the, looking at all the circuit court rulings, looking at what other states have done and what other uh, courts have done. And based on all that, we wanted to write a law that would save those little babies' lives, those little babies with a beating heart, and a law that will take effect and, and make it through the courts. So we're very excited that so far, the law is in effect the first heartbeat bill to ever take effect in America. Now, you're right. September 1st, Wednesday was the effective date when it had already been signed into law. But that is the date where the law can start being used, start being enforced. Um, we call it the effective date. That's the significance of using that word. And so but, but let's talk for a second. If people want information about some of the details of this law. TexasHeartbeatLaw.com. That is the website that Texas Values has set up. TexasHeartbeatLaw.com. I've been flooded with questions, as you might imagine. I'm sure so have you. Some people that have been involved in this issue, but just want to make sure that they got the details right. TexasHeartbeatLaw.com. Go to that website, a downloadable one-pager description, um, questions, frequently, question, frequently asked questions, answers to those questions, a lot of good insight. And so, but you mentioned some of the court issues and I want to talk about why it's historic. And we put out a quote on this, that it was a historic day for law and for life, because that is what is the intersection here. This is a piece of legislation that became a law and it's also about the issue of life. And it was historic in one sense, because as you mentioned, so many other states have passed heartbeat laws. They never went into effect, if you will. They never got used. Some of them are still going through the court process and that's not uncommon. So many times with pro-life laws, there's a legal challenge, there's a court case, and a judge stops them before you get to that September 1 date or whatever the effective date. It is usually is a September 1st. That's, that's uh, something that we see in our state laws for all state laws uh, primarily. And so they never get there, particularly heartbeat laws. And so just getting to September 1 without already being involved in a court case that has said you can't implement this yet that was historic, not just for heartbeat laws, but for a lot of pro-life laws. We usually, Senator Hughes, you know, we usually don't get to that day. We're usually waiting year after year. And a lot of times we win those court cases and then the laws goes to effect. And so what a historic day. And it was also historic because the Supreme Court had a chance to act and they decided not to. And, and, and let me make sure I state it correctly. The Supreme Court did take an action. They did make a decision. But their decision was to not block the law. So on yes. the actual effective date, you also had the Supreme Court. 
uh, pass where the, the Texas heartbeat laws we stated in our press release, it passed a judicial test on that same day. It did. It's remarkable. Uh, as you know, a lot of people were interested in this bill. If you read what the abortion industry has been saying for the last couple of weeks, they've been saying, we don't know what we're going to do as September 1st approaches. We're going to have to stop doing abortions on babies that have fetal heartbeats. And of course, we were glad to see that. That's what the bill's about, to protect little babies when their little hearts are beating. And so uh, the abortion industry became very concerned, but they felt like they'd be able to block it in court. As we got closer and closer, they were having a hard time finding a way to do that. They filed a couple of last ditch motions. And as you say, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled, a majority of the U.S. Supreme Court said, based on the law, we cannot block this from taking effect. Now, they said, we'll look at it later when a case makes its way to the Supreme Court. We'll look at the details. But based on the way the law is written, we cannot block it from taking effect. So you're correct. That was a ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court. And so that was a really good start. Well, it was an amazing start, right? I mean, it's so, and, and you know, yeah. you get in settings like these, and I appreciate your humility and graciousness. And it's not just today. You and I have worked together on efforts for years, if not maybe coming up close on two decades, right? And, and I see it day in and day out. I see the way that you approach things. I see the way that you handle yourself. I see the way that you lead. And, and I want to make a legal comment here, but then I want to really focus the conversation on you know, what the week was like for you and, what, and, and the importance of the life issue, the importance and the value of that human baby, the importance for in our law, what we're saying. As I was taught in law school at the University of Houston, the law is a teacher. So now what are we teaching people, right? By saying that baby is protected when a heartbeat right. is detected. And so, but yes, yeah, so and just I want to make sure everyone's clear, okay? There's a state court case, there's a federal court case, because you know how it goes, all right? The people that don't like this outcome and this law going to effect, they're already trying to engage in a whole lot of efforts to confuse people and to cast doubt. And, you know, as they're sort of going through these stages of almost shock because they can't believe that this law has gone into effect and the Supreme Court didn't do something because a lot of times the courts do. State court case was filed. There was a decision by a trial court judge that did not have any impact on this law going into effect. It was a very isolated matter that related to who could be sued on this type of law. And it wasn't anyone who was, um, the, the pro-lifers were even trying to sue. So that, that has no relevance to, to the law being used and going into effect at this point. And what we're trying to do, there was a federal court case. And I'll just sum it up this way. There was an opportunity for the federal court case at the trial court and at the appellate court level to have a ruling that would have impacted the law going into effect on September 1. It didn't turn out that way. So the abortion groups went up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And as you mentioned, at the last minute, they had an opportunity to do something um, at 12.01 in the morning on Wednesday, September 1st. They, they didn't. They ruled later in the day. And that ruling said effectively, we're not going to block the law so it can continue to go into effect. So I want people to know that legally. But I want to talk about really... Uh, the value of humanity, the value of the innocent human life, why we do these things, why it matters to us. And, and I know the legislative process can really wear on you, but throughout this, we saw great opportunities for people to learn the humanity, to learn some of the science, to learn how technology is involved, that we know so much about that baby, to hear an audible heartbeat in a Senate yeah. committee hearing. Mm -hmm. Yes. So many things that, that are important to educate people on these issues about the preciousness of life. The 55,000 abortions that are performed every year in the state of Texas, 
that number likely going down dramatically. Yes, it's remarkable. And in that heartbeat, man, how many times have we heard, have we been told by the media, by the left, well, follow the science, follow the science. Okay, we're following the science. That heartbeat is the sign of life. Everybody knows it. Expert medical testimony before the committee told us that. And you may have read some things now where politicians are saying, oh, it's not really a heartbeat. It's really cardiac activity. Well, maybe somebody smarter than me can explain what the difference is. I thought cardiac meant heart and activity meant a heartbeat. But everybody knows, everybody except a few politicians knows what a heartbeat is. And it's so fundamental. And you said it well about the humanity. Man, that that little baby growing inside her mother's womb is a human being deserving of protection. But what about that mother? We love and respect that mother. We're going to come alongside that mother and help her. Jonathan, you know this. For the last several sessions, we've increased funding, doubled funding for the Alternatives to Abortion program, right? To help those moms with tangible help before and after the baby is delivered. You've got, you've got pregnancy centers. You've got places like Hannah House in my district, helping those mothers, giving them a place to stay, loving them, feeding them, providing for them uh, all across the country. There are volunteers, many of them faith-based and donations going in to help these mothers as well as the state. And we even use federal money to help these mothers in these situations. So we wanna protect that precious little innocent human life while we love and support and respect the mother. And as you know, we can do both. The media wants us to make a choice. We can do both. We can protect that child and love and support that mother at the same time. And that's what we're doing in Texas. Oh, you're absolutely right. And there are hundreds of pregnancy resource centers across the state of Texas. If you want more information about there, check in your local community, but there are pregnancy resource centers just all over the state of Texas. And it's been great to see them grow because that allows women that need help and assistance to have a place to go, right? Because obviously we're pro-life, the baby is born, comes out of the womb. And a lot of times the um, mothers need help, those families need help. They wanna choose life, they do choose life, but that doesn't mean that sometimes they're not all, you know, still in difficult circumstances. Yeah. And we're there to love them, as you said, to That's love right. to love them both, the, the mother and the child. You know, I've seen you work. I just, you know, I, I, wanna, I wanna just, if you're okay with this, to talk a little bit about, speaking of hearts, your heart. I know you care so much about this issue and you care about people. That's why you serve. That's why you're in elective office. And I was going through a lot of emotions this week. I'm I certainly, I was, I was thankful. I was joyful. Uh, but I was feeling a lot of emotions because, you know, the gravity, the significance of it. But just to feel like we helped someone. We, we helped people. We helped save lives. I'd love to hear what it's been like for you this week and, and how you've been processing it. Uh, Jonathan, thank you for the encouragement. And we, you've been in this fight for a long time. And uh, you know what I'm talking about. And so many people, my goodness, you know, the politicians and, and your role, we get, to, we get to take a lot of credit. We get to be out front. But there are people who are praying. There are people who are helping, who are taking those babies for adoption, who are helping those mothers, who are volunteering in those centers, who are, who are giving money, who are voting, who are volunteering on campaigns, and, and mostly those who are praying. And everybody... This is a wonderful victory for all of us. But yes, for us, we knew this heartbeat law took a different approach. Again, as you know, it was written in a way that it would withstand a challenging court. We were pretty sure. We didn't know, but we thought it would work. It has been more effective than we expected. So as we approached September 1st and we read these stories from the abortion industry saying, 
we're going to have to stop doing this. We're, we're going to have to stop breaking this law. We're going to have to comply with this law. And they're shutting down many of their operations and complying with the law. We didn't know what to expect because we thought come September 1st, we would have to sue them under this new law to enforce the law. And Jonathan, as of today, no abortion, uh, no abortionists have been sued under this law in Texas because so far, as far as we can tell, they're complying with the law. So as you say, there were some tragic stories, Jonathan. You read them about how the night before the bill took effect, all night leading up to midnight, this is hard to talk about, but there were places in Texas where these abortionists were feverishly doing abortions. Oh, as fast as they can. Get as, it's, it's horrible to think about getting as many as they could. But once this law took effect, it's made a difference. Lives have already been saved. And so that's just sort of sinking in. And uh, we're very thankful. We're very excited. No, look, it has been extraordinary. If you look at how they have freely said that we're going to comply and who knows what sort of their motivations are. You always have to wonder what, how they're approaching things, but they are saying that. that and, and look, if we don't have to have people file civil litigation, which is the mechanism to go into court to stop abortions from happening, um, the end result can be the same without that. Uh, but the, right. you know, the, the existence of that law certainly plays a role in that because they know that people are aware of it and become more aware of it. In a lot of ways, that negative attention or whatever they've caused has made people more aware of it. If you want more information, TexasHeartbeatLaw.com is the website that we've set up. And you mentioned it. The people, so many people that have been a part of this, your colleagues in the Senate, the leadership from the Lieutenant Governor, Dan Patrick, Greg Abbott, our governor, made this a priority of his publicly. He talked about it when he knew that members um, were interested in it. I, we know he's know that he's been pro-life, but you start to see as the legislature moves on, you start to see the governor talk about things more publicly, and you know, okay, this is going to be a priority for the governor too. And not that there was any question about it, but you see that demonstrated. When they say something publicly, that's clear. This is something they're going to get behind. So you saw that with Governor Abbott, members, uh, leaders in the House, as well. Democrats, yes. Republicans, there was bipartisan support. But I mentioned this, yeah. look, there are certain, a lot of people that sort of played a role, a lot of pro-life organizations and others to get to this moment. But a lot of it too is developing those relationships over the years. That's yeah. what you have done. Yeah. Senator Hughes, well, Chairman Hughes, members of the legislature and the executive, they trust you. They believe in you. And so I think that had a lot to do with this as well, that they know your heart. They know that you're authentic and the way that you approach this, because I was there with you for uh, that Senate hearing. I was the last one to testify right till yeah, midnight. Right. Your approach and leadership, I just want you to know, was key. And I think it should be an example for other people to follow. It means a lot for you to say that. And again, I, you're, you're describing who I want to be. I can't say I am that way very much, but uh, I had the fun part. I got to kind of quarterback it. I had the fun part, but the real work was going on quietly, unseen, people moving things forward. So you are correct. That's Lieutenant Governor made this report. Obviously, the Governor, Speaker Feeling over in the House. You may recall this was one of the first big bills to pass the House. This bill passed early in the session. And it took a commitment from the leadership of the Senate, the House, and as you say, the governor. And I'm glad you pointed out this is bipartisan legislation. Uh, members of both Republican and Democrat voted for this bill. And that's that this is about life. It shouldn't be partisan. 
Well, look, I know we've got a few more minutes than we told you we may, and I know you've, you're catching your breath with not only the heartbeat bill, but the special session ending and another special session on redistricting and possibly other issues looming. We're glad that you took some time today. We know that there's going to be more talked about this issue. There's going to be more interest. In, we're going to have more interest. We want to get together with you again, and, and uh, definitely Representative Shelby Slauson. Yes. But I just want to conclude with saying thank you. And, and these are these moments when we know that the work we're doing and the work you're doing is making a difference. And it has been about this every step of the way, about protecting life. And, sir, you've done that. Jonathan, we just thank the Lord for you and the work you do. And it's very kind of you to have me on. And I'm, uh, as you say, we can. this is a time for all of us, all of us, to really savor this and just thank the Lord for this victory and uh and uh, it's, it's, it's a good day. It's a, it's, as you say, it's, it's a great week in Texas. Well, thank you. And Senator Brian Hughes, Chairman Brian Hughes, the author of the Texas Heartbeat Law, has been our guest today on the Texas Values Report. Well, we're going to let Senator Hughes get on to some of the rest of his business for the day. I want to a few more comments left in the show. I'm going to do some wrap up. And as I mentioned earlier, when I was talking to Senator Hughes, you know, I it's been, it has been a glorious week. And, and I think, and, and I want to say that in the kindest way. Um, it, it's been glorious if you think about how hard it is to get to these points. I mentioned some of those things about the historic nature of the law going into effect and, and what the law does and the ability for the Texas heartbeat law to save lives. And I say glorious too, because it, it's a way to sort of acknowledge that the hard work that people have done over the years, over time, to help people see more about this issue, to understand it, and to also have belief in it. You know, Representative, excuse me, Senator Hughes mentioned this is a different approach, uh, the legal mechanism in this Texas Heartbeat Law, for so people to have faith in that and say, we think this can work. Trust us. Go with us on this walk. And, and knowing it's going to be tested. And it was tested on day one, right? And a lot of times there's tested long before that, right? But on day one, the Supreme Court had an opportunity to speak and they spoke and their decision resulted in the law continuing to stay in place. As I mentioned, passed the judicial test and trust me, all eyes were on them. I was watching till midnight and thereafter for them an opportunity to do something. But, you know, there's been a lot still to process as we look at what the road forward is like and we sort of accept and embrace the, the gravity and the significance of the Texas heartbeat law going into effect. I mean, it's hard. I talked to our team about this a lot. We messaged on this to really understand what 55,000 lives every year approximately in the state of Texas being lost for abortion. And if you want to kind of break it down and spread the math out evenly, so to speak, you've got possibly, you know, 130, maybe 150 lives saved every day that you have a law like the Texas heartbeat law because 85, 90 percent of abortions take place after a heartbeat is detected or after five or six weeks. And so just understanding the significant as each day goes by, we're on day three of the Texas heartbeat law going into effect. And, and to, to know that a lot of times, heart, um, not just heartbeat laws, but pro-life laws never reach their original effective date. You've got to wait till some longer time after the courts have, have settled these things. And I was in the U.S. Supreme Court when one of our pro-life laws was being argued. The only time I've sat in the U.S. Supreme Court, it was a Texas law that was being considered. And part of that was struck down. It was on March 2nd, Texas Independence Day. So I, you know, so not, but I want to make sure 
that people understand a little bit more about the law, TexasHeartbeatLaw.com, and understand the ability for people to have a continued role to save those babies' lives. An environment now where people are going to want to know more about those pregnancy resource centers. They're going to want to understand more about the humanity. A lot of people just realizing, wow, I did not realize that a heartbeat could be detected at such an early stage. And for people that have been in this movement, I mentioned it a lot of times, I was born about nine months after Roe versus Wade was decided. And that really sort of is a marker of when a lot of people feel like the pro-life movement started. I mentioned on Facebook, right, many of us are sort of born being pro-life or we just sort of think about it. But there's always a moment in time, typically, when we became pro-life, something happened to us, we experienced something. And so there's a lot for, I think, anyone that feels that they're pro-life to, to um to have significance and a connection to September 1st and all those moments that have moved forward in the past two or three days, I want you to, I want you to know, and I want you to hear it from me, thank you for, for continuing to have those beliefs and to stay with them, to talk to people, to encourage, to dare to be pro-life, to be courageous enough to know. You talk about the, uh, the abortion issue, the life issue in a conversation, there's likely going to be someone that doesn't agree. And you do it in public, is not the most comfortable conversations because I've had many of them before. I had a radio show and in the background that I do, and they're not always well-received, but they're important. And a lot of times, they do change hearts and minds. I mean, the heart beat law, the heart of the matter, there's so many things that are just natural connections And I feel like so many of it is just because that is the way that God made us. And so I just want to conclude with saying thank you. Again, TexasHeartbeatLaw.com, you want to get more information. And I have to say, our efforts to defend this law, to interpret it, to educate for people to know what it is as their attacks on it, if you will, are not ending. They're going to get they're going to get bigger. We need your financial support. Please make a tax deductible donation today. The Texas Heartbeat Law was a uh, top priority for us. Now the work continues. We need you to help us continue to do that. Donate at TXValues.org. Tax deductible donation. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today and for caring about the issues of faith family and freedom in the state of Texas. And we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.